1340 KDLM, the station you can count on. Welcome into the KDLM Sports Ramp on a Thursday morning. Busy Thursday in terms of, of high school volleyball. Full slate of action. We'll, we'll go through the rundown of games in action tonight. We got K Train, half two of the Sports Wrap. Text those fantasy football questions into the text club powered by Carvedens and Carvedens.com, 847 2001. We'll get K Train on about 9.50 or so. There's a football game tonight. Uh, on, on paper, before you look at all the, the things that have gone on with one of these teams, Packers, Niners, yeah, man. Wasn't that the NFC Championship game last year? Packers, Niners? I'll have to look that up real quick, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Aaron Rodgers versus, well, not Jimmy Garoppolo. He has a broken foot. Greg Kittle not going to play. Uh, he's hurt. Uh, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, Debo Samuel, just some of the names not playing tonight for San Francisco. And we may know when the NBA is going to restart. It seems like the NBA Finals just got over. LeBron versus Jimmy Buckets. We haven't seen Cats on the floor in a long time, or Russell, or uh, who could be the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. It's going to be an exciting year for Wolves basketball. Let's go through that volleyball schedule here real quick as we rewind the weekend. Rewind time. And uh, by rewind the weekend, I of course mean <laughs> rewind Wednesday. Oh man, my my schedule has just been my internal clock has just has been messed up since the election stuff and and, and continuing with election stuff because this isn't going to go away anyway. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. And the good news is we have sports to distract us. High school volleyball action tonight. Lakers at Park Rapids, seven thirty tonight. Other games on the schedule, we've got Bemidji at Fergus Falls, Pine River Bacchus and Walker Hackensack Akeley. Moorhead traveling to Brainerd tonight, Pequot Lakes versus Crosby Ironton. Browerville Eagle Valley at Swanville tonight. Minobin Wabin making the trip up to Climax Fisher tonight. Sabika at Wadena Deer Creek. Rothsay versus Parker's Prairie, Pelican Rapids and Purim. Hillcrest Lutheran Academy making the trip to Underwood tonight. Ashby travels to Brandon Evansville. Frazee at Dilworth, Glenn and Felton, Barnesville versus Breckenridge, Holly and Foston tonight, Monaga at Henning, like I said before, Detroit Lakes at Park Rapids, we've got New York Mills and Sabika tonight, Verndale traveling to Pillager, Battle Lake to Clinton, Graceville, Beardsley, East Grand Forks at War Road, Bagley at Winnemac and Fertile Beltrami versus Ada Borup, those are some of the games going on across the state in high school volleyball Tonight, just a reminder, uh, Laker football, there is no Laker football tomorrow at Mulberg Field. That game has been moved to Saturday at noon against the Dilworth, Glennon, Felton, the Rebels, 11.30 pregame show, noon kickoff. Let's talk some NFL. We are going to have NFL football on the radio tonight. Packers versus Niners. Game is in Santa Clara. As of right now, and this could definitely change In the next couple hours or so, the game is scheduled to go on despite positive COVID tests on both teams. In addition to that, Green Bay may be without its leading rusher, Aaron Jones, again listed questionable with that calf injury. Packers are 5-2, but coming against uh, what this newspaper calls a huge upset loss to the Minnesota Vikings. Guys ruled out tonight for Green Bay, uh, Jamal Williams. And former gopher Kamal Martin uh, out for tonight's game against the Niners. They were added to the COVID-19 list as high-risk 
contact uh, for being next to A.J. Dillon, who tested positive for the Packers on Sunday. Second-year running back, Dexter Williams, the only healthy running back on the Green Bay Packers roster as of right now. And we'll ask K-Train what's going on with, with the Green Bay backfield and if if Dexter Williams is is worth a look tonight. I've actually got the injury report pulled up for for both teams. And as much guff as San Francisco has gotten for the injuries that they have, Green Bay's injury list is as long as my arm. Let's start with, with San Francisco here. Uh, Tevin Coleman running back, out. Linebacker Demetrius Flanagan fouls, out. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, out. Tight end George Kittle, out. Wide receiver Debo Samuel, out. It's not looking good, especially for those for those starters for San Francisco. Then you get to Green Bay, and Green Bay's is probably three times as as long. Only one guy out as of right now that's not on that COVID list. Uh, that would be Kevin King out with a quad injury. Will Redmond safety out. Verdon Scott shoulder injury out. And then you've got Jair Alexander, David Bakhtiari, Chris Barnes, Hunter Bradley, Mason Crosby, doubtful tonight. Uh, running back Tyler Irvin, Rashawn Gary, Raven Green, Aaron Jones, Tyler Lancaster, tight end Mercedes Lewis, John Lovett, Will Redmond, like I mentioned before, Preston Smith, linebacker, limited in practice yesterday, Rick Wagner, Jamal Williams. And this is, is this what we come to to expect from Thursday night football games now? is just kind of JV, B-squad-level professional football. I'm going to look at the, the Thursday night football schedule here real quick. I've, I've never been a fan of Thursday night football. It's nice to have football in the middle of the week just as a, a distraction, but these games, I mean, the players don't like them because if, if you play Sunday, you've got four games to get ready for this next team. Granted, you usually have like a 10-day layover after that. All right, so these are the games that have been on Thursday night football. Uh, began in week two, Browns versus Bengals. Kind of some interest there in week two. The Browns have shown that they're a, a much better football team than well, at least I thought they would be. Bengals are are hot garbage. Next week was uh, the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bleh. Then you have the Denver Broncos, garbage, and the New York Jets, Double garbage. Week 5 was a great matchup. That was the Nick Foles Bears beating Tom Brady and the Bucks on Thursday night. So that, that's one good Thursday night matchup. Week 6, when they originally scheduled it, probably wasn't expecting the Chiefs and especially the Bills to be as good as they are. Chiefs, Bills in Week 6. All right, so I'll, I'll, give, them, I'll give them two points for, for good Thursday night games. Any primetime game involving an NFC East team should not be in prime time, especially Thursday. Oh, maybe this is a Thursday night caliber game. Giants versus Eagles in week seven. Then it was Falcons, Panthers, Falcons beating the Panthers last week on Thursday night football. So two good matchups in seven weeks. And tonight on paper was supposed to be a good one. Green Bay and San Francisco. I don't know what the game is going to look like. I think despite, you know, it, Angry Aaron Rodgers is not a team I would want to play. And for some reason, he always takes losing to the Vikings personal. And so I think I'd say Packers by, I don't know, Packers by 20 tonight. I just don't think that the uh, the San Francisco offense is going to be able to keep up 
Next week on Thursday Night Football, remaining Thursday Night Football games, this one will be okay. 5-2 and two Indy and 5-2 and two Tennessee. Another good one, Arizona and Seattle, one of the, the budding... Well, it's, it's always been a rivalry, but the Cards beat the Seahawks last time out. Seahawks have lost one time. That was to Arizona in overtime. Dallas and Baltimore, that's a garbage game. New England and Los Angeles, that's a garbage game. The Rams. Chargers and Raiders... Garbage game. Christmas Day. Vikings at New Orleans is the last Thursday night game. That game is actually going to be on Friday in week 16. So really, two more, uh, other than Vikings fans, two more Thursday night football games to pay attention to. Indy and Tennessee next week. Arizona and Seattle the week after that. Everything else is just... Nothing that I would want to spend three and a half hours watching. I'm I'm sorry. Three. NBA talk now. Uh, talking about this a little bit yesterday. The debates and uh, arguments. We'll we'll call it what it is. Arguments going on on when the NBA season should start. Owners and execs want it to start around Christmas time. Players wanted to start about a month later, right around January 18th or so. Players are planning to vote today on whether the upcoming season will be in December or wait until January. The vote by members of the National Basketball Players Association will show how many will prefer a 72-game season that starts on December 22nd or a season of perhaps 58 to 60 games that would start on Martin Luther King Day, January 18th. Among issues that are being talked about today, revenue, of course. Uh, This was the big deal when they were trying to get things going in Orlando was how many games are we going to play? Obviously, players going to make more money with a 72-game season than with a 58- or 60-game season. The league's primary television partners want the season to start on Christmas Day so they can make more money. Some players, uh, most notably players on the Lakers and the Miami Heat, who are in Walt Disney World's bubble until like a month ago for the NBA Finals, saying that it's too soon for them to start a season. A January start would mean less revenue on the heels of a season where the league missed uh, revenue projections by $1.5 billion. And as a result, players' salaries dipped last year about 14% as well. Uh, NBA.com saying that finalizing the parameters for next season is quickly becoming a top priority for everyone. The draft is uh, in two weeks, November 18th. Free agency starting shortly afterward. And if the season begins on December 22nd, like what uh, the TV guys and the general managers and the league officials want, training camp would likely start right around December 1st. There are eight teams that have not played since the league shut down for the pandemic on March 11th, the Timberwolves being one of those teams. Only 22 went to the Disney bubble for the restart in July, but of those four Just the Lakers, the Heat, the Celtics, and the Denver Nuggets were still playing as late as mid-September. Many players around the league have been working out in recent weeks, with some gathering in Miami and Southern California for some informal group sessions. So these guys are ready. It's just a matter if they want to start in December or if they want to start in January, pretty much because LeBron James says so. Second half of the sports wrap. 
Talking to K-Train from Rotowire and Rotowire.com. Fans, remember, get the 10-day trial of Rotowire for free by going to Rotowire.com backslash win. K-Train answering fantasy football questions next on The Wrap. I'm Ari Wolf with NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Lions QB Matthew Stafford was placed on the reserve COVID-19 list Wednesday, forcing him to enter a five-day isolation window. NFL Network's Tom Pellicero reports Stafford will fly on a private plane to Minnesota on Saturday if all goes according to plan and he tests negative. Meanwhile, the 49ers shut down their team facility Wednesday after wideout Kendrick Bourne tested positive for COVID. The team later placed Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel on the reserve COVID-19 list after it was determined they had close contact with Bourne. Elsewhere, Aaron Jones is listed as questionable with a calf injury for Thursday's game against the 49ers. Packers running backs Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon are unavailable after being placed on the team's reserve COVID list. But it's still game on Thursday night as the Packers look to avenge their NFC Championship loss to the 49ers. NFL Network's coverage starts at 6 p.m. Eastern. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. Golden Gopher junior quarterback Tanner Morgan says he's been impressed with the coaching staff and its response to a tough 0-2 start. Our coaches have definitely stepped up. You know, they're working extremely hard. They're they're doing everything they can to put us in uh, good situations on the field and, uh, you know, to help connect our team in any way possible. Yeah, and that's that's every single coach, you know, from, from Coach Fleck to, you know, the GAs or, or an intern. Um, you know, everybody's doing everything they can uh, to help us be successful because, I mean, you know, coaching, coaching profession, you know, it, it's one of those things that the hours are long. Uh, but, man, these guys are doing a great job of uh, really communicating with each other and, you know, they're working their tails off. You know, so I'm, I'm extremely grateful to have the coaches that we do uh, in our program because they do everything they can to help us succeed on the field and off the field in life in general. So, um, you know, I'm proud to see – you know, and be coached by by the guys that we do, uh, by the coaches we do, because they're working really hard. And you know, uh, just good to see. That's Gopher signal caller Tanner Morgan. The Gophers and Illini kick off at two thirty on Saturday. For more info on the game, go to gophersports.com. That's the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Graham. Thirteen forty KDLM is station you can count on. Welcome back to the Sports Wrap on a Thursday morning. Football tonight on KDLM. Well, kind of. A, a couple weeks ago, this looked like a pretty good matchup. Niners and Packers were joined on the phone by K Train from Rotowire and Rotowire.com. K Train, how are you doing this morning? I am well, Zeke. Uh, healthy, a little sleep deprived from the recent news, but uh, ready, I guess, for tonight's odd game. Almost surprising. They're not delaying, but there's clearly just too much primetime TV money online. Exactly, yeah. Uh, COVID uh, shutting down the, the San Francisco 49ers practice facility. The Packers have a bunch of cases as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that as of right now, this game is still going. This, of course, could change, but probably not at this point with, with these teams likely already together. Yeah, I think it, yeah, they would if they were going to delay it it should have been 24 hours ago, I suspect. But uh yeah, the, both teams with a ton of regular injuries and the COVID stuff. 
Um, I don't know who the heck's going to play for the 49ers. They've got four players out due to COVID, plus a ton of injuries. Nick Mullins is going to be the QB with Jimmy G hurt. The backfield's going to be a running back by committee with rookie Jamichael Hasty and Jarek McKinnon. I think Trent Taylor's their only healthy receiver. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's some practice squad guys get thrown in at their last second. George Kittle, of course, is out, which is huge. Um, so, and then, you know, San Francisco's already showing signs of throwing in the towel. They dumped a useful linebacker at the trade deadline earlier this week. Yep, the Packers, seven-point favorites. Yeah, yeah, Quan. Uh, uh, they've got running back injury issues of their own. Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon out with COVID. Aaron Jones is a game-time decision uh, with his calf injury. So we might see Tyler Irvin as their lead back, uh, plus another practice squad guy. On the only positive news, maybe we'll see Alan Lazard back for the Packers, the wide receiver. He's been out with an abdomen injury since week three. Hopefully he returns tonight. He looked great uh, playing opposite Adams earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see, but a little crazy. Let's let's uh, stand with injury news. Bye weeks this week: Eagles, Rams, Bengals, Browns. Uh, some big good injury news and some big bad injury news, especially for CMC owners. It looks like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Christian McCaffrey uh, probably very highly likely returning for Carolina versus Kansas City this week. You know, he's been out with an ankle issue since week two. This probably means the end of starting Mike Davis on your fantasy squad. I wouldn't cut him, though. I mean, how often do you see a guy rush back from injury only to re-injure the, uh, uh, the problemed area? So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd hold on to Davis at least for a week or two. Um, we mentioned George Kittle and Jimmy G out for the season for the 49ers. Kittle's got a broken bone. That's really the bigger fantasy news. He'll be replaced by... Ross Dwelly until Jordan Reed can be healthy, though Jordan Reed struggled his whole career to be healthy. Uh, so I'm not sure when that will happen. Uh, then other bad news, Miles Gaskin, the surprisingly productive Dolphins running back, he shockingly was put uh, on the – well, it wasn't so shocking, it was on the IR, but he, they shockingly announced a knee injury a few days ago, mm-hmm. and today they put him officially on the IR, so he's out for at least three weeks. Let's talk about some guys uh, from Week 8 that have some – Pretty good performances that may not uh, continue on. The, the one guy I, I think it was DJ Dallas with the Seattle Seahawks, with pretty much their entire backfield room hurt too. Any other uh, backfield concerns for for you in Week Nine? Well, really wondering what the heck is going on uh, in the uh, Colts backfield. Mm. Uh, but Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, our, our Big Ten stud from yep. Wisconsin. Uh, he was supposed to dominate when Marlon Mack went out with a ruptured Achilles. They've got a great offensive line. He's been awfully mediocre the last few weeks, should have had a great game against the Lions and played terrible. They put in backups Jordan Wilkins and Naheem Hines at times, and they both looked great. After the game, it came out that Taylor has a mild ankle injury. Uh, it's really a bummer. On Rotowire, we have this area we call it strength of schedule, and it shows for each fantasy position who faces the toughest an easiest schedule for the rest of the season. And we have Indy as facing the worst run defenses for the rest of the season. Wow. So I was really, I've got Taylor in a bunch of leagues, probably a Big Ten bias of mine. Right. And uh, got blown this huge opportunity. So Wilkins is an interesting free agent pickup. Hines is appealing in PPR leagues. But uh, I do wonder what's going on there. And then I'm sure Ezekiel Elliott owners are really yeah. nervous uh, and disappointed <laughs> over his effort the last two weeks. I'm not sure I blame Zeke. 
but clearly he's a victim of the Dallas offense completely falling apart without Dak, without uh, Andy Dalton, uh, multiple injuries across the offensive line. Now Zeke actually has a hamstring concern too, and he's facing a very tough Steelers defense in Week 9. He's certainly not a no-brainer to start. We, we still have Zeke ranked eighth. I think that might be on name recognition. Anyway, it's a concerning situation, though I suspect, that, you know, Mal folks, if you've got Zeke on your roster, don't have better options on their bench either. Yeah, uh, Ben DiNucci not getting the job done in Dallas so far for, for, <laughs> for Dak. And, uh, yeah, Ben DiNucci, actually a well-known name in the Lakes area. He was the starting uh, quarterback for, for James Madison in the, uh, the FCS championship game last year. And the NDSU yeah. Bison kicked his butt. And so that's how we know Ben DiNucci. <laughs> well, you know, he started his career at Pitt. He did, yeah. Yep. Yep. Year. yep. But I couldn't figure out why he transferred. Um, that's generally a bad sign, right? They brought in a recruit. He didn't want to compete. Yep. And did not skip a year. He had to go to D2 and play at JMU there in Virginia. But uh, I don't know. Interesting story they didn't, they didn't get into Monday night. I was hoping they would. But, yeah, I, placing your faith in Ben DiNucci – <laughs> uh, as both the Bisons learned, uh, and now the Cowboy fans learning is not a great, not great. Fantasy football fans, you can get that free 10-day trial of RotoWire by going to rotowire.com backslash win for all your Week 9 news. Katrin, what are some of the, the benefits that fans get with this 10-day trial at RotoWire? We've got rankings at every position for all your lineup decisions. And, uh, over 15 NFL articles per week, our lineup optimizer tools for daily fantasy plus coverage over 13-plus sports, including Big Ten college football. Uh, please join us for free at rotowire.com slash win. Real quick, uh, one more question. You mentioned before uh, Wilkins and Lazard returning for the Packers. Any other free agent pickups that somebody who's been bitten by the injury bug pretty hard these last couple weeks, like myself, yeah, like, should be watching for? <laughs> yeah, like all of us. It seems yeah, like. it seems uh, like it. I like Drew Locke as a one-week Band-Aid facing a weak Falcons pass D and coming off a very strong week eight. Uh, he's only owned in 17% of leagues. Uh, check your waiver wire to see if New England Patriot running back Damian Harris is, is available. Uh, he's, open, he's available in almost half of leagues right now. He's coming off a 102-yard, one TD game, though Sonny Michel is looming um, and, and not the best offense in New England. I'm also intrigued longer term about Matt Breida with the Dolphins. We mentioned uh, Miles Gaskins being out. He's fighting a hamstring issue. I'm not sure he plays this week. But I wouldn't be surprised if Brita is the Dolphins' lead back moving forward. What are your thoughts on uh, those Northwestern Wildcats of the Big Ten? 2-0, breaking the hearts of the Hawkeye fans. <laughs> yeah, take that, Iowa City. Yeah, w- uh, what's... First of all, sorry about that gopher game, man. Hey, no, we, we, we forgot about it. After the, after the Vikings beat the Packers on Sunday, we were, we were over it at that point. Okay. Are there any <laughs> Northwestern fans in the greater Detroit Lakes area? Uh, shout out to the one or two f- folks out there yeah, in purple and white. Probably, prob- probably not many. It, it, I think everybody up here was a Northwestern fan on Saturday because Northwestern was playing Iowa. Right. I think it was, <laughs> right. was more of the bigger Iowa deal. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we've got Nebraska next, who clearly is itching to get out of the Big Ten and wants to make more money elsewhere. Yeah. They seem to irritate Big Ten headquarters every other day. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But all Big Ten fans should obviously be rooting for the Wildcats over, uh, you know, Turncoats, Nebraska this week. And let's hope the Gophers have who, – who, who the Gophers have lined up? Uh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I couldn't mean, tell West, you. 
The West is wide. Oh, we, we, have, we, we have the Illini. Yeah, we have the Illini on Saturday. Oh, there that, you that's go. who. That's, that's who we have. Yeah, I couldn't think of it because we got our, our our football team was supposed to play a team on Friday. That other team got COVID two weeks ago, so they had to quarantine, and that game got moved from tomorrow night to Saturday oh, at the same boy. time that the Gophers play. And that's why I couldn't think of it because I've got I've got Laker. Do you remember Laker where the Illini signed Lovey Smith, and I was like, oh, uh oh, yeah, they might really turn things around. They, and they haven't at all. They have not. There's there's they're still the Illini. Which they're zero two, and you know zero two Gophers and zero two Illini. That's that's the game to watch this weekend, my friend. That's going to be it, yeah. If the Gopher defense is ever going to turn it around, this is the week. Oh, this they've been awful. The week. Yeah, I, I was talking to a Gopher play-by-play guy, Mike Grimm, on Monday, and he said the one thing he's looking forward to to this game is supposed to be seventy-five degrees in Champaign on Saturday. That's the one really? thing he's looking forward to. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, I know we're hitting wave. sixties in Vermont today, and we're all giddy. Yeah, we're like planning outdoor activities. Yeah, we were 68 <laughs> yesterday here in Detroit Lakes. We're 68 tomorrow, and then 35 in snow on Monday. So we're soaking it I'm in while we, while we can get yeah, it. Yeah, I've eaten lunch outside, you know, because it's supposed to be healthier. Yep. And we're like, oh my god, 60. It's balmy. I might wear shorts. Yep, and then <laughs> off the cliff we fall this weekend. Right, right. Oh, we've already had our first snowfall. We got two inches a few days. Yeah, yeah. We, we've we've had our we've had like two good snowfalls, and now once again we're going to touch 70 degrees today, and it's going to be. Something, especially with the well, D-Hunters hey, going out there. We've got to figure out our Northwestern Minnesota wager. I was oh, thinking, yeah, we I do. live here in Vermont, if the Gophers win, I'm going to get you some maple syrup. But what I get, what's, what's Detroit Lakes food known for that you can uh, send my way if the Wildcats pull it out? Let's see. We have Maybe a lot of... put that on Twitter, like yeah, fans vote or something. Yeah, we have a lot of good breweries in the area. I could I could send you a, oh. a, a six-pack of, of West Central Minnesota beers. Is it legal to ship beer out of Minnesota? I thought it was illegal in Vermont. Uh, I'll have to check. Oh, there's only know, one I'm way to find out. Rules. Yeah, if I get the police <laughs> knocking my door down because of something I'm mailing. We'll, we'll figure something well, out. I get arrested. I don't know. You know what? It's worth the risk. Send it, me the it, All right. So you'll send me some Detroit Lakes beer. Fantastic. Hopefully it doesn't explode in shipping. Yep. And uh, I'll send you some Vermont maple syrup. That works for me. <laughs> I'm in. It's, it's a right, couple, cats. couple weeks yet, right? Yeah, I think yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. Yeah, the banter is too early on this. Okay, no, that's fine. I'm looking. Boring uh, Greater Detroit looks. My apologies. December <laughs> December fifth. So we we got some time. We got a month yet. Okay, we got yeah. We could be tied in the West by then. We could. Well, well, you you guys have Purdue, Wisconsin, Michigan State before then, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Is Wisconsin, anyone are folks in your area expecting Wisconsin football to play this year? Uh, no, I don't think so. Especially because yeah, they, yeah. they've canceled this weekend for sure. I, I, there's rumblings that they may have to cancel a second game because everyone in, on the Badgers team has COVID too. Yeah, it's like it's up to, I thought it was close to thirty between coaches and players oh. and and the, the whole quarterback room. So yep. you do need a quarterback. And, the, and they're it's still like ranked ten. They're still ranked ten in the nation right, right. now. How ridiculous! <laughs> is, one and oh. is yeah. that exactly? Yeah, good. Good for you, Badgers. K Trey, my friend. <laughs> I always enjoy the, the conversation. We'll chat again next week. All right. Have a great week. Thank you, Zeke. Can't wait. It's finger licking good. Sweet, dude. All right. Thanks again to K Train for joining us on the sports wrap this morning. Uh, I do have some homework. I got to find out if if I can ship beer from Minnesota to Vermont. If somebody knows the answer, shoot me a text eight four seven two thousand one. Wave text club powered by Carvins and Carvins com. I mean, worst case scenario, K Train can just drive the maple syrup from Vermont to Detroit Lakes when the Gophers beat the Wildcats on December 5th, right? I got I got nothing to worry about. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't have to worry about shipping the beer. I, I can go to the to Disgruntled 
and get my beer and just bring it home with me and drink it on my couch and watch football the next day. Here's what's going on uh, tonight, of course. NFL action. Niners versus Packers. Pre-game at 7 o'clock with Westwood 1. Kickoff right around 7.20 tonight. A lot of high school volleyball action going on as well. Detroit Lakes traveling to Park Rapids area tonight. Other games of local interest. We've got Bemidji and Fergus Falls. Uh, Browerville and Swanville tonight. Monoban Wabin traveling to Climax Fisher. Sabika versus Wadena Deer Creek. Pelican Rapids and Purim tonight. That game is at Purim at 7.30. Ashby and Brandon Evansville. Frazee traveling to Dilworth, Glen and Felton. Barnesville and Breckenridge. Holly traveling to Faustin. Monaga and Henning. New York Mills versus Sabika. Verndale and Pillager. Battle Lake versus Clinton Gracefield Beardsley. East Grand Forks and War Road and Bagley versus Winnemac tonight in high school volleyball action on Saturday. I almost said tomorrow. I caught myself. Saturday, Laker football on the air. 11.30 pregame show. Noon kickoff from Mulberg Field. Lakers versus the DGF Rebels. That's right for the sports wrap. Back tomorrow, 9.30 on the station you can count on. KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Here's CBS News. Off the record with Zeke begins next.